0: Welcome to the Sincerely Satisfied Podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Jamie Wilkins. I help female entrepreneurs increase their connection to themselves and increase their gratitude to help them get the results they dream of. This month, the topic I chose is creativity, and it's something I've talked about in my podcast before, so I went back and listened to this episode, and it is almost two years old maybe two years old. It's just about two years old. And hey, it's pretty dang good. I gave some good advice about creativity. I'm excited for you to listen to it. And also, I'm really excited for the interviews that I've already done with the creative business owner, entrepreneur women. So enjoy this episode. Be grateful. Stay authentic. Today, I am talking about creativity. One thing I've heard many, many people say is that they are not creative. That sentence makes me cringe. Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote an excellent book about creativity and hosts a podcast about creativity as well, both are named Big Magic and I totally recommend them. She said, are you considering becoming a creative person? Too late, you already are one. To even call somebody a creative person is almost laughably redundant. Creativity is the hallmark of our species. We have the senses for it, we have the curiosity for it, we have the opposable thumbs for it, we have the rhythm for it, we have the language and the excitement and the innate connection to divinity for it. I really like that, the innate connection to divinity for it. So now that it's settled that we're all creative, let's continue on. Creativity is a subject that has really interested me in the last few years, maybe because I was so tapped into what I thought creativity was, and suddenly I felt like that creativity dried up. In 2011, I started reading crafting blogs. I thought I wanted to be a craft blogger as well, but I didn't think I could possibly keep up with a blog that needed to be updated multiple times a week with new crafts each time. I recruited my three sisters and mom to create and write in the blog as well. We each had our own day to post crafts that we had made. We had challenges amongst ourselves and themed weeks. One sister and I really focused on promoting the blog. I would spend a few hours each day on promotion. I had two main goals for the blog. One, a project with my sisters and mom for fun, and two, becoming such a popular blog that we would make money. Sometimes it felt like those two goals actually weren't connected at all. And I focused so much about becoming a popular blog that it no longer became fun. After putting a lot of time and effort into the blog for three years, I was burnt out, both creatively (laughs) um, and in the time I wanted to spend on the blog. We had reached a following of 500, but we couldn't seem to get beyond that. Pinterest had exploded during this time frame, and I played the comparison game relentlessly. Most of the time, I felt my crafts fell short of others. Even if I thought I had made something really cool and really well, then I felt like my photos weren't up to snuff. The last straw for me was when I made chocolate-dipped peeps on skewers before Easter. Now, this was my idea, but I don't like peeps. And dipping them in chocolate didn't make them taste any better. I felt like I was just doing this for the blog. It no longer felt authentic. I didn't think I had any more original ideas, and I felt totally discouraged. After that, my posting in the blog was inconsistent. There were times when I posted things that I made that I really loved, but I no longer felt the same energy and enthusiasm I had when I began. My creative interests have always been varied. As a kid, I loved to craft and sew with my mom, although most of the sewing projects ended up with me losing interest and my mom finishing the project. When I started working full-time, a friend introduced me to scrapbooking, and we had so much fun together, attending crops, scrapbooking, and shopping at the yearly scrapbook expo together. After scrapbooking, I got into jewelry making, watercolors, hand lettering, card making, party planning, baking, and sending weird things in the mail. I felt a rush when I saw the finished project come together. Somewhere along the line, though, I stopped creating for myself, and I wanted to know why. Most of my crafts were gifts. I never did things just because I liked them or because I thought they were fun. I talked to many people about creativity, listened to TED Talks and podcasts, and read books like Big Magic and and Creativity, Inc., as well as articles about the subject. One thing I realized is that creativity is not just being crafty or artistic. Rana Ferrer, a creator and artist, said, Creativity is linked to productivity, problem-solving, confidence, and optimism. I realized that even though I feel like I haven't been creative lately, I'm writing podcast episodes every week and creating word word art for my Lyrical Lunas Instagram and Facebook posts. I think that parents have to be creative and problem-solving all the time because we're faced with new issues with our kids daily. Creating meals for my family also requires creativity, especially when we have limited ingredients in the pantry. After thinking about it, I don't believe that creativity dries up. It's been a fear of mine in starting this podcast. What happens if I run out of things to say? But I keep thinking thoughts, and things keep happening to me, which provides things for me to talk about. I want to push myself to be more creative, even just a little bit every day. I came up with four parts to my creativity dare to help me exercise my creative muscles. I'm inviting you to join me. Take on one or all of these dares, but just be creative. The first one is to practice. My dad told me about some small woodworking projects he has made. He practiced the skills he'd need for these projects before starting um, what would be the finished product. As a gift for my sister, he cut four pieces of wood in the shape of North Carolina. This is where we're from. Then he practiced different methods for staining them. Then he transferred the um, image of the North Carolina state flag onto the shapes. He showed me the different shapes and levels of success he had had in transferring the colors, etc. He thoroughly enjoyed the process of practicing and felt this was a good use of his time. Contrast that to me. I usually don't leave enough time to have a practice run for projects that I'm giving because they're a gift or a card. I get frustrated when I haven't had time to practice and the final product is not turning out the way I envisioned. So the challenge is to Practice. Do stuff just to try it out. Be creative just for yourself and see what happens. Number two, look for inspiration in new and different places. Instagram and Pinterest have treasure troves of inspiration, but how many times have you come away feeling discouraged because your art doesn't look like what you see? This issue was a real issue for me as well. And so I suggest looking for inspiration in new places. Use the library, buy a magazine, look at billboards, visit a museum, observe nature. Take it a step further and do any of those things, but don't look in your area. For example, if you're interested in hand lettering, look at sculptures. If you're interested in cake decorating, read a book about glass blowing. You'll find that once you start really looking, inspiration comes from everywhere. Number three, record your process and progress. When you practice your art, like I said in number one, write down what you tried and what your results were. Think about if you were trying to perfect a chocolate chip cookie recipe. If you didn't write down exactly what you did, you would most likely forget the small changes you made in each batch. It's like testing a hypothesis. You have to know what variables you've changed. You can also make a list of creative projects that you want to do, so that when you have creative time, you'll know what to do. For example... I put on my list, working with gold foil. And when I had a free hour, I knew just what to do with it. Without the list, I could have wasted an hour staring at my supplies. When we are recording our progress, we see we have made progress. This is encouraging and will give us momentum to keep working. So the last one, number four, is make the time. An excellent book about making time for ourselves is The Fringe Hours by Jessica Turner. It's my book blessing for today. I've read it twice and I think it's probably time for a reread. Jessica writes, once I freed myself from the bondage of perfection and embraced a lifestyle that made time for my passions, I was happier in all of my pursuits and responsibilities. She talks about finding more time for herself by lowering her standards of cleanliness in her house. She's pretty frank about that, and I totally appreciate it. She also said that she was more aware of wasting time, whether it be scrolling on her phone or waiting for a friend getting coffee. She scheduled time for herself. She would wake up early before and after or before her family and paper craft or write while she was waiting for a friend. She'd pull out thank you notes. I just really liked this idea. It really inspired me to use my time well. At the time I read this, both my kids napped, so I had almost two hours of free time to myself every day. A lot of times I would end up scrolling on my phone the whole time and not feel, feel fulfilled at all. After reading the book, I started utilizing this time and attacking projects on my list, and I felt more myself than I had in months. So here are my four creativity dares for you. One, practice. Two, look for inspiration in new and different places. Three, record your process and your progress. And four, make the time. I want to hear about your process and your progress and what you've made. Please tag me on Instagram if you join this challenge. Use the hashtag creativitydare. I can't wait to see what everyone does. I will be posting what I'm doing as well. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under Sincerely Satisfied. If you would please rate, review this podcast and subscribe as well. And tell your friends about it if you are getting value from this. I would really appreciate that. Um, you can email me at sincerelysatisfied at gmail.com and you can find my website at sincerelysatisfied.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.